Hi again, folks, and welcome back to NTI's Japan Real Estate Property Investment Podcast. I'm your host, Ziv Nakajimam, again. Great to have you back with us today. Uh, we've got another exciting interview lined up. With us on the line from Tokyo today is Kevin Elliott, originally from the UK, and he's been living in Japan for quite some time now. Now, Kevin is a property investing enthusiast himself, who's also been helping foreigners、um, in and around Kobe and Osaka mostly to find foreigner friendly places to rent. But what we'd like to talk to him about today is his latest venture, which he's launched a few years ago now, a very innovative platform called JPI, Japan Property Investments, which enables foreigners or expat investors dip their toes into the Japanese property market at very affordable entry levels. But I might let him take it from here. Kevin, thanks so much for joining us today. It's a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you, Zid. It's,、uh, it's wonderful to be here. Cheers. So, before we get right into it, could you maybe tell us a little bit about yourself?、Um, how and when did you actually end up in Japan? Sure, absolutely. So,、um, I came to Japan in 1998, a long time ago now. I was a fresh faced graduate on the JET program, which many people living in Japan know as the Japan Exchange Teaching Program.、Um, I worked for a, a board of education and I landed. On my feet in Oita, which is down close to you、um, in Kyushu. Yeah, we know it well. <laughs> yeah, it's a good place. Yeah. And、um, when I arrived, there were just four of what I call obvious foreigners living in the whole city. Of course, there were plenty of obvious,、uh, plenty of foreigners in the city, but、uh, what I call obvious for people like me.、Um, and it was really quite a change from the multicultural Britain that I'd left behind. So, quite a shock, but also quite an exciting shock as well. I spent three fantastic years、um, teaching English in a number of junior high schools, elementary schools, as well as even being put out to the odd kindergarten, which was an experience. Oh, wow. Okay. So you started out as a teacher. And, and then what? Did you get into real estate、uh, straight away? Is that something you've been involved in when you were in the UK too? Or how did that actually come about? Well, I suppose yes and no is the answer.、Um, my, my undergraduate days in England. Studying business studies, I spent a lot of time watching TV.、Um, probably not the best investment in education, <laughs> but I'd spend、uh, daytime television watching、uh, TV shows from the UK like Homes Under the Hammer,、um, Location, 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 Grand Designs, basically anything to do with po-、uh, property.、Um, of course, being a poor student, I had no money at the time and absolutely no hope of getting a mortgage. But、um, in my second year living in Japan, I I moved into an apartment that was just way too big for me. People think of Japanese apartments as being small and boxy, and, and they can be, but、um, where I was living in Oita, I,、um, I was renting a four bedroom apartment. And it was affordable, and I had three spare bedrooms, so why not? And that's the first time I became an accidental landlord. And、um, accidental landlord, I just happened to have these rooms free, and another jet friend of mine who was He was stuck way out in the countryside and he quit his job, moved to the big city of Oita and、um, needed a place to stay. So, of course, I rented him a room and I was able to use what he paid me in rent to pay off all my student loans over the next two years. And I guess that's what began my property journey in a way. All right.、Yeah. And then、um, after the three years of, of living in Japan, I, I headed back to England and completed a master's. I, Like a lot of people, I thought, oh, this is teaching and university, this is the way for me to go.、Um, 
and I completed a master's in East Asian history, came back to Japan, and then I was living in Kobe, which is a beautiful city, um, and that's really where my property journey began. Um, it was about that time my first daughter was born in 2003, and somebody gave me, I think they kind of gave it me as a joke, rich dad, poor dad, because I became a dad, and, and uh, but reading that book, I thought, wow, this, this has to work, and I was thinking of moving back to England and doing it, and then I looked around at the Japanese market and just huge untapped potential. So I purchased my very first three-bedroom, a three-LDK, a three-bedroom apartment. I had really low monthly fees, and I um, was one of the first people to start doing room shares. So I had a three-bedroom apartment with three tenants in there and rented it out in short six-month contracts. Um, this was way before everybody else was doing the home shares, and when it was full, I was grossing around 15%. And, of course, all of those properties went back into the deposit for property number two, which was a, a small two-bedroom apartment. You've studied uh, that uh, poor dad very well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just uh, reinvest, reinvest. But this time, I, I'd learned I didn't want to do any more house shares, so this time I rented out to a couple. Um, still, the returns were over 10%. And then later in that year, I bought a very small five-apartment building downtown Kobe so just in two short years I suddenly exploded into property I had three three properties in my name and I had ten, uh, nine tenants so I was doing really well um, and about that time I decided a little diversification was a good idea and the yen was very very strong and um, the UK housing market had crashed and it was very low so I thought okay this is the time to buy something in England and I, I, I bought what I call my Plan B property. Um, it's a, a lovely little property. I hope I never have to live in it, but now I have that property in the UK. So that's a, a nice little way to start off in property. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, 10, 10 15% um, in Japan. We haven't seen that for quite some time now, have we? Yeah. Mm. No, okay. it's uh, getting harder to achieve that. Definitely. Okay, and then um, with JPI, what's the story there? I mean, obviously, the service that you offer is a bit different to the typical um, seller, agent, buyer model. So how does that actually work? Yeah, well, I, I've been following UK property, and there was a company called um, housecrowd.co.uk, a really interesting property idea where they sell shares in a house. And I've been talking to my good friend, Sim Cook, uh, a lot about property. He's an Australian. Uh, we worked together um, down there in Kobe. And he owned a number of properties in Australia and also had one up in Hokkaido, in Niseko, which I'm sure a lot of your listeners are familiar with Niseko. Mm. So we had a lot in, in common and we both had growing families and enough property to keep us going. But what we really wanted to do is start to build a full-time business around property. And so at that time with a couple of friends, we uh, spent some time investigating crowdfunding and joint ventures. And as, as a result, Japan Property Investments was was born basically in 2016 our, our other little baby um, as these things happen only sim and i ended up with the business um, our friends both decided to do other things but um, we started with two properties that sim and i bought in the company structure we have a legal company here in japan and then we sold shares to our friends and family and this raised enough money to buy property number three and then number four and Currently, we have five properties within the JPI company. Okay, this is good stuff. So this is all shares. So essentially like um, crowdfunding or, or more like a joint venture type? 
arrangement? What, what's the minimum amount for anyone who actually wants to participate? Yeah, it's exactly that. It's um, crowd equity funding. So JPI buy the property in cash or we take a small loan, depending on how things are going. And then we seek investors to buy the shares in the property. And we currently we, own, we offer three levels. So level one is the associate level. And it starts at 100,000 yen or roughly $1,000 or $800 somewhere, depending on the exchange rate. And for that, you're guaranteed 3% return on your investment, whether it's whether then it moves in, is there or moves out or whatever happens, you get 3% for your 100,000 investment. Then we move on to level two. And level two we call partnership level. Here the minimum investment is 2 million yen, so around 15 to 16,000 US dollars. And the returns can be up to 7% depending on the property that we partner on and the market conditions. So, And then the final option we offer is level three. Uh, and that's straight out ownership. So here the investor purchases the property outright from, with JPI assisting and ensuring everything runs smoothly. And then JPI can manage the property or we can leave it to you to manage. It's up to, it's up to the level three investor there. So at the, currently we don't have any level three investors. All of our investors are either level one or level two. So they're associates or partners. Well, level one and level two is really uh, where your model is very unique, isn't it? I don't know anybody else offering this sort of thing. Yeah, I don't see it. Don't see many other companies offering this sort of low-level, easy start in uh, property investment as we do. Okay, and then, like you said, you also handle the management and everything that goes with it, right? Yes, I've been in, I've been in Kobe for, invested in Kobe for two since two thousand three, so <laughs> getting on for sixteen years now, and. We've got a network of buying agents, of course, a network of letting agents, and all the building management people we ever need. So um, actually, the first three properties I owned in Japan, I self-managed, and that was an awesome learning experience. I learned so much about managing a property, what to fix, what not to fix, where to spend money, where to avoid spending money. But I also learned that my time is, is better spent talking to letting agents and investors instead of talking to tenants. So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's been exactly our experience as well. I mean, you've got all the normal headaches of dealing with the tenants directly, and there's so many, uh, you know, all these smaller and bigger nuances related just to the way it's done here in Japan. And, you know, that's so different from what we as expats are, are aware of or trained, and it's just not worth the hassle, is it? Absolutely not. Yeah. So, yeah, managing the managers definitely rather than be uh, hands-on is a lot easier. Okay, and then after five years from purchase, investors um, also have the option to exit and sell their shares, right? Yeah, that's so how, right, yes. So how, how does that work? Do people even want to sell? I mean, we, we find from our experience that it's, it's quite rare for anyone who's bought a property here to actually want to sell it. I mean, they're mostly buy and hold investors. I think we've only ever facilitated maybe 10% or even less sales um, in comparison with purchases. Yeah, I mean, property is best best played is a long game but um we, we've only been going like i say since 19 oh, sorry, sorry we've been going since 2016 so we're only three years old so at the moment we haven't had any investors make it to the five-year mark but um when they do they're given the option to sell um sell their shares back to jpi and sim or i or somebody else in the jpi structure will buy them or they can continue on a year-by-year -year basis and basically have to give us six months notice when they're ready to sell so It'll be exciting to see how many choose to stay with us, but like you, I think people will be in it for the long run. It's um, it's better to be in long and steady and just enjoy 
the benefits of owning an asset, right? Yeah, for sure. And then can they also sell the shares to each other? Do you have like a, a platform for them to be able to just trade it between themselves? At the moment, we don't have that. We've got it in, in the plans to have sort of um, um, if you get into difficulty or if you just want your money back or if you whatever it, for whatever reason you want to sell out within the five years, we'd like to have a platform within the JPI. So we have an investor portal on the website and that sort of trading platform is planned to go in the investor portal at some stage. Oh, brilliant. Okay, and then let's say they do choose to sell. Are they then free to just reinvest those funds into other properties or just withdraw them in cash, whatever they want? Yeah, they can withdraw them in in cash. That's just one option. Um, Another option, if they're level one associate level, they might want to roll the money out, so not actually see the money, but roll it into a partnership level two. Or if they feel comfortable with us and they've built up a long relationship with us, Perhaps they want to use that money as a deposit and go into level three and have it ownership outright. It's entirely up to them. Okay, that's that's really a great idea. You know, it's it's a fantastic model for anyone who prefers to just invest smaller amounts as a start, or even just to diversify and because they want to be invested in more than one property with their budget. You know, and anyone who's not interested in just direct hands-on ownership management, but they still want exposure to the Japanese property market. So it's kind of like. Um, it's kind of like a REITs in a way, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, you could, yeah, you could liken it to REITs. Yeah, definitely. And which types of properties do you handle? Is it just residential, commercial, all over the country, particular areas? Just, just give us some of your typical deals, maybe. Yeah, I like to say that JPI and Sim and I we're laser focused on one type of property. Property, and if you visit the website, you'll see it all over the website. We look at one room residential man, uh, mansions. Um, the one-room apartment, between 16 and 25 square meters. Um, absolutely no more than five-minute walk away from the nearest station. Um, of course, the tenant may, if the building allows, run a small office from the business, but we're just looking at residential only. And the reason for this is just the democratics in Japan. They support more and more people are leaving the countryside, moving to cities. Um, you've got all sorts of people living alone, choosing not to get married. You've also got the husband that works away from home and just needs a small place to crash sort of Monday to Friday. So these are all the reasons we just focus on the one-room apartment and it, it's working very well for us. Yeah, that is a great focus. Um, I mean, the smaller apartments are also the highest yielding ones, I mean, as far as rental income is concerned, at least. And how's the um, performance of the properties you've been sourcing so far? Um, okay, so you've mentioned investors are guaranteed a minimum of 3%, at least for the, uh, for the first, for the most affordable level. But I'm sure you've gone yeah. beyond that 3% in most cases, right? So this is where JPI makes, we make our money. By knowing the area and the buildings in the area, um, we're able to source properties with 8 or 9 or sometimes even 10% returns. And then by attracting investors who are interested in, in these properties and they're happy with a stable 3% return, JPI effectively gets the spread of between 3% and whatever the top side is. And so on our website, we have a slogan. It says um, we have invest together, grow together. And that's really what we mean. Without JPI, our small investors would not be able to access the Japanese market. And without our investors, JPI wouldn't be able to grow as quickly as we are. So we're really looking at that win-win situation in there. That's that's brilliant. That's really exciting stuff, Kevin. Thanks for sharing. Mm. Now, folks, we here at NTI are actually planning to co-host a seminar with JPI and Kevin in Tokyo, um, hopefully towards the end of this year sometime. Hopefully, Sim will be there too. 
And we're going to be talking to investors and potential investors about some general market trends, about the two models of direct ownership versus joint purchasing. We're going to brainstorm a bit about what the uh, coming years are holding in store for the Japanese real estate market, or at least in, in our opinion. And so watch this space. We're going to tell you exactly where and when this is happening. So you can come and meet us um, the old school way, face to face. We're thinking probably around the end of July or beginning of August. We'll keep you posted. Um, Kevin, thank you so much for your time today. It was a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you, Ziv. Yes, and uh, hopefully the seminar takes place and I'll, I'll be there. I'll try and get Tim out of Kobe, but that might be hard to do. But we'll see how it goes. <laughs> thanks very much for having me, Ziv. Thank you, you too. It'll be great to meet you then if possible. Um, folks, that's probably it from us today. Just one heads up note for you. Uh, we've started doing Q&A sessions, so video audio Q&A sessions. What that means is that you can record a short audio or video message, uh, which includes a question or a particular topic that you'd like us to expand upon. And we're going to um, answer those questions, uh, I want to say live, but it's not really live, recorded, but in the podcast so please feel free to um, send your questions in to us, either via email. We're going to link to our website and, of course, to JPI's website in the show notes today. And send in your questions. Give us your comments. Uh, let us know what you thought about this episode, about the podcast in general. And most importantly, we would really, really appreciate it if you could leave us a rating. So one star for bad, five stars for good. Let us know what you think. That's in the iTunes store or the iTunes uh, podcast directory. Let us know what you think about it. And we hope to see you with us next time. And until then, from all of us here at NTI and at JPI, we wish you a great week. And as always, happy investing.